March 30th, 2010. Mm. The New Yorker, a story by Meredith Blake. If for some, some strange reason you've never heard of Tomes and Talismans, just know this. It's quite possibly the finest post-apocalyptic educational series about library <laughs> science ever produced by Mississippi Public Television. <laughs> Welcome to Bottle Episodes. <laughs> Welcome to Bottle Episodes. Welcome, welcome to uh, T and T and T Tomes and Tells. Actually, um, I'm. We're. You know what? I, Brandon, I need your break because first we say who we are. Oh, we uh, can't just get into it. Yeah, <laughs> that was. He, you're so you're excited. very excited. I'm to so do excited. Tomes and Tells. I'm so excited to talk to to be on this episode of what I like to call t- uh, T and T and T, which is Tomes and Talisman and Talk. Oh, it's no longer Bottle Episode. Sorry if you liked Bottle Episode. Oh, Tomes and Talisman has done a takeover. Well, I can't believe T&T you're crissing everyone's Hardwick T&T right now. T and T Now I'm Daniel Crow. David Piccolomini. And I'm Tomes and Talisman. Uh, Brandon Gore. <laughs> Brandon Gore. Brandon Tom Gore. Who we, we asked to watch this show with us, and he says it is now one of his five favorite I, shows. I think it's top five favorite shows. I'm not... Can I hear your top five? Um, okay, let's see. I think number one, probably Community. Number two, probably... <laughs> 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 Sorry, it was just funny because... Crow looked at me immediately. Community is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We watched it. We watched season three together. I'm just so excited to see where Tums and Talisman lands in the top five. Uh, I think number two probably is Daria. Number three probably uh, early Mythbusters. I think it kind of j- jumped the shark eventually. But and then number four. Wait, did they prove it or? Yeah, not? yeah. Okay. No, it just it, like it, it, it ebbs and flows. But I think it's a solid show overall. And then I think it's number four. Number four. I think it's number four. <laughs> Wait, what's five? What's below five? Myth, uh, right, uh, right below Mythbusters. Right below Mythbusters. <laughs> what's five? Just to round it out. So uh, what it's about. Five is very embarrassing. Uh, WWE's Raw. Okay. Like It's just a show I've loved as a child. Well, I've loved I'm really surprised life. Lynch uh, didn't make it in there. No, I love Twin Peaks so much. I think... It's in a. It's probably six though. I think that's six. <laughs> Two spots below. Tomes and talismans. That's what I love about the Twin so much. Peaks. Is that means that Tomes and talismans beat out Twin Peaks for being in the top five. Yeah, Twin Peaks used to be in his top five television shows, and then he watched Tomes and Talismans, and, and suddenly there's a new T in town. Oh, I mean, honestly, yeah. I, might, I might switch Raw and Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks might go Because the thing is, like, I, one of the things I love about Tomes and Talismans, sincerely, is I can watch it while going to sleep, and that's the biggest compliment I can give to a that show. That is the most... 30s, <laughs> 30s compliment, and it's a compliment you've given several things you've recommended to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is absolutely. Is you could sleep to this is a thing that I love about. Okay. Things. So let's let's talk about uh, Daniel. If you like to recap, what is Tomes and Talismans? Tomes and Talismans is a show made by Mississippi Public, Public Broadcasting in the mid 80s, with the uh, budget. Yeah, uh, 85 with the budget, set design, and story of a subpar escape room. <laughs> <laughs> Which for 1985 is still solid. That is the thing is I'm looking at this and it's bad for sure. Mm-hmm. It is 1985, pretty like it's admirable. It's like, admirable. I, that is, I have yeah. intense admiration. That you know what? I really did try and defend it as I and no, I lost. I want to. I want to be clear. Tomes and Talismans is an incompetent show. <laughs> But I have admiration for these people that got together in Mississippi and, you know, the one place that kids need to learn how to use the library. <laughs> and they tried their best to teach them. And it was just the least efficient way possible with a weird post-apocalyptic story to teach the Dewey Decimal System. I and mean, the, the literacy rate has not improved in Mississippi <laughs> one bit since, to no one's surprise. Yeah, well, you have to have access to public television to receive all this. Oh no, you watch. This is something that was definitely put on when the substitute was in. Like this is this is a fascinating TV show because it's an amazing example. Because a whole bunch of kids, I can guarantee it, who are our age and a little bit older, 
uh, watched the show, but only watched like two episodes of it because it was the two episodes where the substitute teacher was in, and it was just like two weird middle episodes, and they didn't have any concept of what a user was or what a wiper was. I like that this is your where problem you're... with... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is where you're wrong, though, because I found an interview with some of the cast of Tomes and Talismans circa 2020. This is blowing my goddamn mind. And they they were saying, yeah, I still get calls from people all the time being like, why are you on TV? This is still licensed <laughs> Why are by you on TV? Yeah, this is still licensed by public broadcasting stations <laughs> all across America to just play randomly. I like, like This was made in Mississippi, and they were interviewing one of the actresses. <laughs> with, I use actress very loosely. It was a child that presumably their parent worked at Mississippi <laughs> Public Broadcasting <laughs> and was made to be in the show. And she's like, yeah, sometimes friends will call me up to this day. They're in California. And like, yeah, so there's a teenage you on TV? <laughs> In prime time, I also <laughs> I'm fascinated that the 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 email. I really thought the email was going to be much sweeter. It was going to be like you taught me how to read, or you taught me the Dewey Decimal System. Not why are you on my television if a right friend now? Of yours appeared <laughs> on TV and you hadn't seen him in 25 years, and they were in tomes and talismans. <laughs> your your question would be what's going on? Because uh, okay, first of all, we need to sum up the plot of tomes and talismans. Yeah, I I'll, mean. Actually, Brandon would like to sum up the plot of Tomes and I Actually, I have a I have a pre first of all. All right. Um, before I called Dave and I said Dave asked me to watch this and changed my life. Um, <laughs> and uh, bye, bye I, Twin I, Peaks. Uh, for, for the record, also I was the best man at his wedding. It was wow. the best. This is what changed his yeah, life. Yeah, I this knew is, I was going to get married no matter then, what. Then Dave. Brandon, I need to tell you this. Uh, I'm the reason we're watching this. This was my <laughs> idea to watch this one. Yeah, this yeah. It's nothing to do with David. I'm the one that said Tomes and Towels. So um, Dave said... Uh, I Congratulations was like, on the credits. Yep. Uh, the 1980... I was like, this is from 1985. It's edutainment. And I went, oh, I actually know what this is. And I wrote all my predictions of what I thought I would think about this show and put it in an envelope. And you have that envelope with And I us. have that envelope here. This is weeks later. Would you like me to open up this envelope and read what I think? Should we do the plot, or do you want the predictions first? Like, let's get let's get the basics out, and then we do the okay. predictions, and then we f- go with uh, the, quick, the top episode. I'll do the quick basics. Yes, because, uh, absolutely. I feel I should tell the listeners before we really get into it, though, that normally we just watch the pilot to get a baseline, and then the highest rated episode. No one has bothered to rate any episode on IMDb, so both Brandon and I watched every episode. <laughs> David watched the first two because the first two are actually kind of one pilot, and then he watched the finale. Yeah, because the first episode, it's a prequel. It's to a the really. Show. I, I but have. The, well, we need to actually say what the show is. Yeah. For, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I've watched. I've watched three episodes. Three episodes. We've watched thirteen. Yeah, you guys both really committed to this bit. So okay, here's Tomes and Tales. The life bit at this point. The year's twenty one twenty three, and there is. There are these things known as the wipers. And what are the wipers? They're the coolest guys in the world (laughs) that just like going around and hitting train tracks with sticks. (laughs) And they're so annoying that all humans have decided to evacuate Earth. Okay, so... They have to... No, no, no. We're going to later find out that the wipers are only in a small area of Mississippi. There's a couple guys living in a building in the middle of a field in Mississippi. And they're so annoying. Everyone was like, we need to leave Earth. Just a couple of them. Yeah, they just do have a handful. Mean, They're aliens listen. that look like Mad Max versions of the village people, <laughs> and they've come to Earth just to be really cool. <laughs> and so as the wipers are making everyone leave Earth, the there's a one library which is trying to archive everything. The final library, yes. The final library, just so that when humans do come back, whenever the wipers get bored and leave Earth, there will be all the information they need. One of the librarians in search of one last book to put in the library. Bookhart. Miss Bookhart. She uh, ends up left behind as the last ship leaves Earth. She's stuck on Earth. She is put into uh, stasis by something known as the Eternal Being, who is some weird god. And then later... He wears a robe. She wears a robe. Later, she is awoken by some children that are aliens called users that look just like humans. They need help getting the wipers off the planet. She gets help with them through the Dewey Decimal System over the course of the next 12 episodes. Okay, I have to point out one thing in that time frame. During that thing where they're archiving all the knowledge, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a point where someone pulls out a newspaper that says uh, all ships leaving today or yes. something like that. And that I'm trying to figure out who that newspaper was for. <laughs> I, I, so I think the third time. It's just from his book art. <laughs> like, just just to like, archive. Hey, it said all ships leaving today. And I'm like, who doesn't know that? Who doesn't know that? <laughs> Who's making that <laughs> newspaper? Who is, who is, yeah, what are the means of production to create the newspaper that goes, like, I guess I am a diehard stand-up comedian in a way where it will get, it, like, it is, it has been and will be sad when I'm doing stand-up at points. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there have to be the newspaper equivalents of that, of being like, extra, extra, world exterminated today. <laughs> <laughs> also, so, this is our last day on Earth. This is, uh, nothing I'd rather be doing than right here. <laughs> Some of the world, they have so much issue with the actual like books and newspapers they have to show in it because they didn't make a lot of fake ones. One of them is like, and here's the world atlas from 2098, and they open up the first page, and it's Spiro Agnew. It's just stuff about Spiro Agnew. It was clearly something. He's been important for so much longer than we were going to realize it's right now. Also, like the final newspaper has a couple pages in it. It's not just like spaceships leave today, and that's it. So that newspaper keeps going. So there's like there's comics and stuff in it. There's like a Garfield comic of just Garfield, just like standing, like still love lasagna, I guess, and like. Show Kathy is just it's just a, it's a picture of Kathy and then the second one is a picture of Kathy again and then the third one is a picture of Kathy and she's going ack but there's a spaceship flying off behind but her. But here's the thing: the paper would it would have continued, and so would the comics because the humans are just going off planet. The human species in any they just got annoying neighbors. Yeah, we just and <laughs> left. We just gave Can't up. Miss just, an issue. Like the wipers don't do anything other than annoy people. They break they break any technology that is not wiper technology. And there's only one wiper technology. There is one wiper technology. They can put put a big dome over like a, they a can, force field. They can put a magnetic specifically a magnetic force field over things. Oh my so, god, that's the most eighties like anti computer solution I've ever heard. Anyway, we gave you the pretty quick rundown of what tomes and talismans that, that kind of gets you there do we need to do the last episode yet or that was just the quick synopsis. we'll, well get into the nitty-gritty but you, you, you had your prediction okay and i also want to say one of the things i i kind of legitimately and also hilariously love about it is the first episode you're introduced to this ragtag group of librarians mm-hmm. and all but one of them fuck off at the end of the episode oh, that was the, and like, never come back the interviews that they have from the cast on the mississippi public broadcasting site one of them is one of the librarians from the first episode, and everyone else just says, "Hi, I'm such and such. I played this character," and she has to go, "Yeah, I'm blah blah blah. I played the librarian from the first episode." <laughs> <laughs> like this. And then everyone else is telling stories from the set. She's like, "Yeah, it was like one or two days. It was fun." And everyone else has so many things. It's so funny. It's also they, they give them backstories and loves and like this is a they like have like jokes and then they just they never come back. I do like that though because the thing is. If she was there for a couple days, she was only there for, like, not that much longer than everybody else on a show that lasted a year. It wasn't no, that it, much it longer. to this day. Yeah. People In our hearts, for sure. And on public broadcasting public, across the nation. Dude, they're getting emails right now. They're going to get emails, and they're going to be like, hey, some jackasses talked about you in a basement. But you God, know what? They, like, they liked the show. Yeah. They, look, the show is bad, but I like that it exists. It's a truly singular show. It two is. people watch the entire show. Two out of three people watch the entire show. This is my second time watching Tums and Talismans. I watched this whole thing like eight years ago, um, and I chose to watch it again. Do you know? So, so one of the Please things- do mushrooms with me. Anyway. <laughs> so one of the things that's interesting about Tums and Talisman is, um, have you ever read, I know you haven't, um, Susan Sontag's On Camp? No. Um, no, it's the, it's. I think the most easy way to put it put on it is it's about the idea of some folk putting on a show and the power of that, right? And I think that's what this is. But it's interesting because it comes out in 1985, so it actually predates the radicalization of children's television. And when I say radicalization, I'm not talking like like I'm talking like radical, dude. Like the night it, it you can see that it's pre Nickelodeon. I see what you're saying. Like, like it doesn't have the like attitude. Like the the wipers are the bad guys and they are annoying and bad. And I feel like after Nickelodeon, everybody becomes the wipers. You know, and the wipers rule. Yeah, <laughs> the wipers are a biker ska band. Is what they <laughs> yeah. are. They're the best. I love them. They, I wanted them to win. 
they should have been part of the Ren and Stimpy universe. Yeah. yeah, bikers are part of it, and then the rest of it are like, ooh, this is gross. We hate this. Can, can we get your predictions? Now, yeah, let though? me see what I... I actually don't know what these say, so give me one second. Let me open it up. Hey, guys, if you're enjoying Bottle Episodes, uh, feel free to give us a subscri- subscribe to the episodes, write a review. It's all super helpful. If you want to follow any of us on Instagram, it's uh, Daniel F. Crow. Uh, D-P-I-C comedy or Brandon Gorin is at Brandon T. Gorin or it might just be Brandon Gorin now it'll be linked in the episode for sure um, check out my special Goblin King and check me out on TikTok Lit Grandma 69 the other two people don't really use social media and that's everything great I know how to end an interaction uncomfortably this is my Tomes and Talisman predictions this is this is before I ever watched it Okay, did you watch any of it? No. Before, oh, this was just I did not watch a single second of it. This is. Did you, you know what it was about? No, I knew it was 1985 edutainment. Okay, let's hear it. Um, first statement, uh, I will want to fall asleep to it. <laughs> I mean this as a compliment. <laughs> Great, uh, predicted. Predicted. Number two, the soundtrack will deserve a vinyl release, <laughs> which I think... I stand by that thing. No, that's, <laughs> that's that a lost, soundtrack. Rules. It's a lost Wendy Carlos. <laughs> yeah, dude, album. it is yeah. Moog to the. If, listen, I love these are things before you listen to <laughs> and you watch any of it. You were like, "Tones and Talisman." I'm gonna want that on vinyl. Yeah. And to be fair, that I is not be- a that is not the bar that that it is for a lot of people. I don't believe you wrote these before you. No, I really did. Uh, no, because I know the next one is not true. Mm. I will feel warmth towards the special effects, which is <laughs> one of the angriest I've ever felt. Which is, you had two alien races and not one of them had a third eye. No, it's just people. Just people. Like, and that's and that's something I felt legitimately very confusing over and over again. Was like, what are you? Oh, I'm wipers. Oh, how do you know you're a wiper? I don't know. I act like an asshole. <laughs> By the way, I do like immediately disprove it that he wrote yeah. these before. Yeah, I but just, also yeah, Tom's and Talisman should be a show with like lovably bad special they, effects. They do a little bit in the first episode when the people get beamed up to the ships. No, but like try that. With the, that's like, good in camera shit. But like, I need more than a fucking headband, dude. Like, make them blue. Make them make those kids a fucking color, dude. It can't. I know it's hot. I know it's hot in Missis- Mississippi. Is that right? It was Mississippi, but uh, hang on. I'm gonna go back to that interview I watched. Okay. Them regarding it being hot, uh, everyone had, according to one of the actors, everyone had one costume. They couldn't afford more than one costume for everyone. It was summer in Mississippi, <laughs> so they were all very sweaty, and it was starting to stink. And they would not let them wash the costumes because they thought they would fade in the wash. <laughs> So the whole production of Tomes and Talismans, everyone just stank terribly because they couldn't afford more than one costume. And you can't smell through the TV. And while while I'm here, I gotta I gotta throw the big grenade from that interview. While I'm on the subject of what they're talking about in that interview, so I don't have to keep going back to it because this is the the creme de la creme of anecdotes about Tomes and Talismans. (laughs) In the last episode, <laughs> what a sentence! In the last episode, as the wipers retreat from Earth, you see just a big line of people with torches marching through a field at night. So that was the whole cast, because they didn't have any extras or anything. So that was including, like, the kids that were the users yeah. that tried to defeat the, the wipers. Yeah. Uh, one of them, uh, the the girl, but not the main one, like the little black girl. Uh, yep. She tripped. Okay. And lit herself on fire. Oh my god. <laughs> She was fine. Good. But after that whole shoot in her stinky, unwashed costume, she tripped and lit herself on fire for tomes and talismans. And now it airs on TV. And a couple times a year, people text her and be like, why are you on my TV? And she has to think about the time she lit herself on fire. While being incredibly stinky. Yeah. Anyway, go on, on with your predictions. I was on public access television once. Did you light yourself on fire? No, I was part of a. Uh, I was. Uh, Do people email you? I no, because it's Delaware Public Access. This is different. Public television is different from public access. Yeah, this is public access. Well, Never mind. What were you on public access television? Uh, it was a. It was a music video called Kids Patrol. 
God damn it, that's so good. That's that's a bottle episode. Yeah, right there. We, we, we kids find patrol? Kids Patrol, please. I don't know if we can actually find Kids Patrol, Kids Kids Patrol. <laughs> it was it was a music video called Kids Patrol. Was it? Did you rap? Did someone rap? Did a white person rap? Oh, someone rap. I don't remember who rapped. I'm oh, be honest. I'm so excited. I was a child when this happened. It's exciting to know what you what your next tattoo is going to be. <laughs> it is my, ne- be my only tattoo is Dave Kids Piccolomini Patrol. Dave was in Kids Patrol. <laughs> I like. I honestly feel weird YouTubing Kids, kids Patrol. Patrol. Yeah, it, we'll put in a disclaimer. Uh, kids Patrol, that thing I was in. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, it was a production that I was an actor in. Delaware, Kids <laughs> Patrol, Delaware. Yeah, yeah, Delaware will probably help public access. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. We don't need it right this second. But Dave, don't worry. I got people. We're gonna find this. Uh, so my next one, and this is just a thing I know about the time. It's uh the acting will be a style that can't be sincerely duplicated. That wouldn't, st- which I think I'm right about. No, what a what a you sentence. could do a parody of this on Adult <laughs> Swim and people would be able to pull that off. Do you think I, I feel this like, is a, this is a, a sincere Adult Swim show? I feel like it, it's sincerity because do you remember that one they did about the Mole Man on Adult Swim? You will have to be more specific. It's it's, <laughs> it's a li- it was a semi live action one. It did the same thing where it introduced a bunch of people at the very beginning and immediately killed them off, which is very funny and very cool. Again, they didn't kill those people off; they just went off planet. They just they for a hundred years they are dead. Those well, people yeah, are they dead. They died of natural causes. Yes, they did. Or yes. in a horrible Martian library accident. <laughs> um, but I just I th- it's a style that like Adult Swim can do, but like we kind of you can't do it for real for real anymore. No, and I th- I think under Tim and Eric they would find the right actors. Uh, it to, does to yeah. mimic that acting stuff. Yeah, I get that. I, you can find those people. Like even honestly, on a more artistic level, Sean Baker. Mm. Like you yeah. could find people who are or the Safdie brothers, like who work with people who are not naturally. Yeah, like or aren't normally actors, and you can work with those people. And the difference way. is those people get good performances out of. Bad actors. You would be trying to get bad actors to be actually bad uh, in a very specific you, way. But I think it's the same muscle to get authentic performances. Yeah. And my final note <laughs> is uh, the fact that we are watching this out of context will make it less enjoyable. I think if you were to see this show at a summer at your day summer camp at the library once a day after your lunch period, it probably ruled. Like, it was probably a lot of fun if you spent a day at the library, but, like, then you ate your lunch, and it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some cheese curls and, like, a like a, like a Mountain Dew because it's summertime, and then you got to watch that show, and it's 12 episodes, so you watch... 13. 13 episodes, so you watch the first two and the last two, and then every day from there you watch one a day. I bet it ruled. Like, I bet it was, like, a lot of fun as a kid to watch. Maybe, but here, here's the thing. They don't have enough content for 13 episodes. They don't have enough to teach you about the Dewey Decimal System. I am not exaggerating when I say the first four episodes, they teach you the difference between fiction and nonfiction. <laughs> that takes okay. four episodes. Okay, so, so that just kept yeah. going because they yes. did do that in the first episode. And they were like, wait, what? There's a difference between fiction and non, And it just keeps happening. I and do. then it comes back in the twelfth episode. Yeah, it does come back. Like, hey, but comes, that's the, the final wrong? report where they have to tie it all together and they have to tell you about big bibliographies. I know, but we get the difference between fiction and nonfiction <laughs> by that point. That's the one that they drill home the hardest. Yes, that is the thing they bring up over and over. Which is again. weird because people in Mississippi have some of the most trouble dis- discerning fact from fiction. Get hey. up. Get up. Yeah, he's yeah. taking a stand. Get up. Watch oh, out. Mississippi. Da- Dave out here is saying vote blue no matter who. <laughs> Country road, take me home. <laughs> Wrong state. So uh, here's my question. Is something I- the question, is Tomes and Talismans fiction or nonfiction? <laughs> is it fiction or nonfiction? Wait, it is out- Tomes or Talismans fiction or nonfiction? Well, <laughs> until you have a time machine, you can't tell. You think Tomes and Talismans could still happen? Dude, Tomes and Talismans. 2123, we could be living in TNT. The internet could break (laughs) and revert back to using the Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) We could backpedal to Dewey. I get it. You just want to live in a world with Miss Bookhart. You love her so much. She exists in the real world. (laughs) Tomes and (laughs) Talismans. 
Miss <laughs> Bookart probably weirdly. Oh, I don't know. She's probably like sixty something. Her husband might be alive or dead. Who knows? Uh, dude, please. I hope don't. he's listening to this, and now he feels threatened by you. <laughs> please don't threaten Mr. Bookart. <laughs> fight me in the streets. Miss <laughs> Miss so, Bookart goes. She ventures to the bookmobile in search of a special book in so, the first episode, and there's yep. a trip. I think it was on IMDb that says. That the bookmobile, when they tried to get it that location, immediately broke yeah, down. Yeah, they broke down and they had to, like, push it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is a real rinky-dink operation. But that's why it's so admirable that they got this made. All 12 episodes. 13 episodes. 13 episodes. <laughs> so, okay, so you have the first episode, which is the librarians, and they all fuck off. And then the second episode, <laughs> we're introduced. And they all fuck <laughs> off. And then we're introduced to this new alien species, they look identical. <laughs> the users. The users. But I, which is almost certainly Tron had just come out. You think and so? Yeah. Tron, the computers in Tron referred to uh, the people within the computer as users. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, it's like, weird. That's how I refer to my dad. So, users? Um, Come on, man. We're trying to... This is for families. This is for families. We've kept it relatively clean. Don't talk about clean. your dad. This is for families. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the second episode, the users show up. I like up. how evident it is that David doesn't remember any of this show, <laughs> as all of his interjections are just not related to... Tom. How long ago did you watch Tomes and Talismans? Like three weeks ago. We <laughs> <laughs> were really going to record this a while ago, and you guys... Really latched <laughs> on to it. In I don't way, understand how you didn't latch on to this. I watched it and went, oh, I once acted in a musical theater play. Yep. Like Mozart back in time. Yep. <laughs> That's where, what this like, is. Like, uh, and then also the Lewis and Clark adventures where I played a dog. Yep. Uh, Which one? Not in Lewis no. and Clark. Uh, no, it was Scanlan was the name of the dog. Oh. In the, so like so this is, I saw this, this is the and I went and I went oh yeah this is a, just a different bad version of this uh, but, but yeah but it also rules this is honestly the thing that sucks the most about tomes and talismans is, is nothing it was too cool for my school <laughs> it was literally <laughs> so then the users come down and they're like we got to figure this place out. And they're down, and they found some signs. They're By like, the way, it's oh. still obvious how much I've not remembered this yeah. based on how much I still went this on the tangent. This would have been from an episode you watched, and we yeah. will cover no, I remember. And I remember what happened, and then it's the kids. The kids come down, and then... No, the kids, the kids, before they come down, they're up in the spaceship, and they're going, man, it's wild up here. We shouldn't even remember books. Books are for suckers. Yeah, one one kid is like... Digital yep. is the only way and which, yep. frankly, I agree with. So there is one kid that I didn't... I watched the first episode and I was like, I'm not sure if we have a, have a, have a podcast. I'm not sure. And then I watched the second episode and there was a performer and I showed it to you. We watched mm -hmm. it and while he talked, every time he wasn't speaking, his mouth was open. And I'm like, guys, we have an episode. We have an episode about the dude who can't close his mouth. And he's not in really anything else. He's in one other scene in one other episode. Yeah, he's like in a background maybe, but he's not. And then there's the... I really think it speaks to the fact that they could only find like four kids that knew how to close their mouth in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just made do with what else they had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then the the kids arrive, and the kids arrive, <laughs> the kids and they're like, up. Oh, uh, "Oh, wait, we need to comment on the cool name of our lead kid. I think I think she's the lead of all the kids, right? No, Abacus. Ab yeah, there's Abacus, Abacus Grandma, Te uh, the uh, Tesla, there's Helvetica Johnson. What, who's yeah. who's the who's the uppity asshole? Kid? Yeah, I can't remember. His name. I don't. Really, but he, he sucks. sucks. I hate that He's guy. The kids suck. And he like. <laughs> Books? That's a perfect. That's a perfect impression of. Oh, what's books about? We have computers. I don't know about this. The words stay on the page. <laughs> yeah, and like he's like he's kind of a main character too, though. He's sort of a main threat. Abacus is your mainest kid. Yeah. Well, and also, but but the the up the, the asshole kids. <laughs> what, was, what was the show you were on? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just still like the name Abacus. When you're that far to the future yeah. is weird. They're yeah, not dude. even humans, so how would they have abacuses? Yes. Well, like, so, so is no, Grandma Tesla. Like, Why would they name someone Tesla? Yeah, I know. Good point. <laughs> no, it's exactly. It's like it's a thing. Is like the technology is so ancient, but we don't. 
Like you don't tell my name's David Piccolomini, not Vase, like like clay pot Piccolomini. Honestly, yeah. guys, I don't hate that. <laughs> Earn, it's a r- really strange rapper name. Earn Piccolomini. Piccolomini. It's your boy Clay Pot Piccolomini. <laughs> Get ready for the most milk toast mixtape uh, of the year. <laughs> so they come down, and Miss Bookhart is knocked out, and the universal being goes, "Yo." Well, they just by happenstance find the bookmobile. They find the bookmobile. And and they're like, they, "This is sick." Yeah, this is awesome. Wow. And then, First thing I know, I love books. And, and then, I love mobiles. Um, Miss Miss uh, Bookhart. Miss Bookhart is passed out in the bookmobile. Oh and my they god! Kind of, her name. She hearts books. I yeah, just dude. Got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking. It's a good show. It's a really good show. There's a lot of deep. Well, references. there's a lot of depth to this writing yeah, dude, that I had yeah. not picked up on. Yeah, dude. We're gonna. I'm gonna make you watch it again. Um. So they have to wake her up, and the universal be- being is like, "Oh, how are you gonna wake her up?" No, he gives him a fun riddle. Yeah, he gives him a fun riddle, which is how the universal being talks. Universal being is like an interesting character because <laughs> no, here's here's what I find interesting about the universal being uh, is that he's clearly supposed to be an actor with gravitas. Yes, picture a Morgan Freeman type, but he's sixteen. Yeah, he's like a, <laughs> he's, he's eighteen at most. <laughs> he has a, he has a deep voice for that age, but he's still like he's, it's still he's it's, too young for this character. There's, there's no confidence behind any no, depth. No, so it's that. Oh, no, no, you have to defend the past to protect the future. I want to say one scene that uh, Uh. me and Crow disagree (laughs) on, but I think is... I found kind of upsetting. (laughs) Disagree on. Yeah, no, I found... it's It's in the first episode, and Mrs. Bookhart is trying to find the third edition, the third volume of the History of the Wipers. And she walks into this dude's house... And this wiper is just ripping this book apart. Yeah. And then she, he, the wiper is throwing the book in the fire. And she goes, uh, I'm just going to go. And I went, you know what? That freaked me out like that, like, like 1%. You know what I mean? Like that scared me <laughs> a little bit. What do you Dude, mean? the wipers are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like they just do cool stuff. <laughs> and you, if you don't bother them, they won't bother you. Just let them continually have a nonstop frat rager. That's all they want to do. <laughs> they just hate technology so much. Yeah, I do. They hate technology, and what do they? But honestly, okay, we know a lot about technology now. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like in a hundred years, what are we gonna find out that would make us so mad? We, we might want to burn the whole you, system down. I mean, there's a lot of. We're stuff honestly, in there. we're like. Four years from that happening, regular style. Are we gonna become wipers? I, I, I listen. I refuse. It probably won't be knowledge we're erasing, dude. I just want to make know. a point that like Dave is real smart, and he also just answered this. He like answered this question like a kid who didn't do a book report. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's just like, like you know, technology is real serious. I'm like, dude, we're talking about tomes and talisman right now. What you're talking about? I'm is saying some other... What I'm saying is I'm 100- saying no. That was not a book. That I stand by. A hundred years from now, we will probably be agreeing with them being real, whatever the fuck their names were. But they're all wipers. I, wipers. The wipe. We'll probably be agreeing with the wipers in a hundred years, being like, "Oh, okay." But what also, is, do you think they they're were... after the library, David? They're yeah, after the library. I first of all, history. The nineteen eighty-five library. History is written by the winners, and so the libraries are, of course, going to look like the good guys in this situation. When was the Unabomber caught? <laughs> I think it was called early 90s, right? Yeah. yeah. The so there's, was still around. Yeah, there's a chance. No, he's he, dead now. No, he just. No, in right. the, uh, during uh, the, the show. Yeah, no, this is pre Unabomber, no, I want to say. No, no, no. He, he's Unabombing at this time. Is he? He's I'm just, he's Unabombing. not calling yet. Okay. But, uh, so there's a chance he saw this on TV and was like, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. It could have just played on his local public <laughs> station. He, <laughs> like, finally, someone's saying it. These wipers have the right idea. Wipers figure out what's going on. Yeah, we are locked in no matter what under capitalism. <laughs> I would love to look through the IMDb uh, like reviews and just find someone being like, uh, one out of ten stars, ten, t- ten Kaczynski was right. <laughs> Yo. No, nothing th- stops you from putting that review up right now. Yeah, nothing stops you. Know right, it will still come out three to four weeks before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nothing stopping you for, from adding a fun fact of Jake Kaczynski watched this show <laughs> before <laughs> he started Unabombing. No, no he was in Unabombing. Between, 
as inspiration for further you to buy. Could have been before he publishes manifesto, so it's feasible it influenced the manifesto. <laughs> Wait, well, it definitely he... influenced his ability to find the right books in the library. <laughs> yes. did, he start, wait, did he start unibombing before the manifesto dropped? Was he like unibombing? He was first? unibombing so he could because he was like, "You guys gotta read this, and I have no better PR." <laughs> the manifesto is technically the beat. You have to let yeah. a couple bombs drop first, and then yeah. you're like, "DJ Kaczynski." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this, I, you can also show for for Tums and Talismans. <laughs> no, this one, the one we're currently on. Like, who is this? You ever have that moment where you're on a show and you're like, I was so happy with DJ Kaczynski. Are you kidding me? I really had a moment of like, wow, this is really good. Because like the people of Tones and Talisman, they probably listened to this point and they were like, this seemed nice. And then there was like a lot of Unabomber talk. Okay, I'm well, gonna... the Wipers have the Unabomber's idea. Yeah, no. Well, they except for the fact that they love a magnet. <laughs> Shield. They yeah. are heavy into a magnet shield. They do. That's there's a very funny moment where they introduce in the first couple episodes, here are the wipers. They hate all technology. Don't worry about how they got to to Earth. Yep, don't That's think about it. That's not important. But then then they have to justify how they're keeping the users in that building. Like how do they build this magnet shield if they hate all technology? So they have to have Grandma Tesla go, ah, the, the magnet shield, the one technology the wipers have ever created. <laughs> I also think the universal being like dropped in for like two seconds, like, hey, uh, a shield that attracts itself and then like fucked off again. Yeah. I like the universal being. He's like, hey, let's make it interesting. You he guys get one tech. He plays all sides. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves the universal being. Dude, universal he, Raytheon being. He's, he's universal, dude. He's universal. <laughs> You know, it gives give him some universal military industrial <laughs> complex being. Cut him some slack because he's only fourteen. He's still figuring out the universal <laughs> being thing. Hey, maybe you should attack Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so overarching through the story is pretty much every episode they have to learn a new element of the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to find some information they need to <laughs> defeat the Wipers. I like that it's a and MacGuffin, like, it's a Jackie Chan Adventures, but instead of the Zodiac, or, no, it's the, that was the Talismans of the Nine, or the 12 years, oh, it was the Zodiac. So, yeah, yeah. the Dewey Decimal System. Dewey Decimal System, yeah. <laughs> but, so, Dave, I didn't you, do didn't, the you, didn't, you didn't watch most of the episodes because... Stop shaming for I'm me not, for doing the David, regular I'm amount of work. I'm not shaming you. <laughs> you objectively made the right decision. <laughs> Brandon and I are worse I, off for having watched all right, this. No, no, no. I'm gonna, Daniel. I'm gonna throw you right under the bus. Uh, this was pitched to me as uh, just for safety. I'm gonna watch since it's not rated. I'm gonna watch all the episodes and <laughs> yeah. tell you which episode to watch. Okay. I am a worse person for that. Just, just for this, uh, I'm gonna throw Dave under the bus for a second. I called Dave up because I screwed up. I was like, "Yeah, well, I'm not gonna watch any more than the first two episodes in the last episode." And then Dave went. Ah, uh, nah, dog. Just watch them all. <laughs> like he was like, no, watch every single episode. And I went, thanks, Dave. That's all I needed. Like, and it's your fourth favorite show now. And I had, I, well, I also like had really strict rules for how I watched it until the final two episodes. Mm. Uh, I walked into the woods. <laughs> oh yeah, half this show takes place in the woods. I walked into the woods and like the I, place where you can film for, for free. free. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into the woods. I sat next to a stream and then I put it on and I would watch it like like just sitting next to a stream. I would watch it like two times in a row and then I would walk back in. Out you should have been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> like a cop should have arrested that is, you. I realized like I'm like hey you mini Unabomber get over yeah, here. No, that's that's like a Unabomber <laughs> sentence. Yeah. I walked into the woods and I watched Tomes and Talisman. And I left. No, you should be on a list. But <laughs> I just want to. Tomes and Talisman is the other name of the anarchist cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fill you in on some things that happened in the other episodes in their journey to take down the wipers. Very good. Um, so the the dad of some of the kids, he's out stuck in the woods with the wipers. The, and ki the shitty kid. They're yeah. trying to get him to the library where he'll be safe from the wipers. And at he, one point, he's been in the woods for like four days, and he's like communicating with them through walkie-talkie or something. He's like, "I'm so hungry." I'm the so one thirsty. technology the walkers <laughs> haven't gotten <Yeah>. to. <laughs> and wipers, wipers, did. and. Uh, He's talking and to the kids. He's like, right, or I'm, oh, I'm, so, I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm in this field surrounded by uh, acorns or yep, something. Yeah, they go. Yeah, and like, we'll describe the acorns, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> and he's like, oh, they're green and they're big, and if I crack them open, they're pink. And then they go and find some books, and like, those are watermelons. You can eat them. 
That takes a whole episode. <laughs> That's a whole episode of Tomes and Talismans. You know, in high school, I think I had to read from Acorns to Watermelons. So. <laughs> There's also, oh, this is also important, I just because I love it. Within the second episode. How do, how do they hide? Hold on. Sorry. This was a thing that people visually watched, right? So the, How he's, he's, he, you can see his perspective the whole time. You're like, this idiot. These are watermelons. <laughs> yeah. I he's think an alien, though. He doesn't know what they are. You're supposed to be shouting at the TV. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I'm just making sure they didn't try to hide the fact that they were watermelons in no, some way. They, no. no. He just didn't know they were watermelons. And I think you were supposed to be like, dude, you can eat that, you and fucking idiot. And they'll provide you with water as well. Yeah. Um, because he was also very also melon head. They yeah. wear headbands. The 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 users wear headbands so that they can communicate. Yeah, they weren't any using language. walkie-talkies. They were doing psychic. Yeah, there's psychic stuff with headbands. So that's how they talk to each other and stuff. Um, also, th- it is revealed that the wipers are afraid of horses. Yes, and that's like an important important plot point. Well, it's very funny when the wipers see a horse for the first time on the screen because they go, oh, oh, no. Yep. Like the wipers this whole time have been bad boys. And then they see <laughs> and then they see a horse and immediately turn into old southern bells. Why uh, are they afraid? Of, like, is that just like, I mean, the they idea. Have, so they have to go and find the book that explains why the wipers are. Fu- they have to go find the history of the wipers volume three, which is in the user's main base. So then Abacus has to travel through the sewers. Mm-hmm. The sewers have been fine for a thousand years. Yep. But as soon as she travels through them, they start to collapse. Great. Yep. Uh, she gets back in time with the book, which explains why the Wipers are scared of horses. They had a big uh, military loss against a horse. Only one time, apparently. Yeah, uh, that was their big right, loss. Against one horse? It was no, a, a dude guy on, on a horse. horse. So then you, you watch the last episode. That's where they have to... Look, okay, we're skipping to the last episode, which is mostly, oh, man. which is kind of an I epilogue. I hope they can keep up. It it's, really does tie it. All. Uh, it's one of the, like, we are at Alta. What I will say, though, within a lot of that, I think the real answer is that a lot of librarians are also horse girls. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. this was clearly That's written right. by a librarian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. The jo- the 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 public access show about a librarian. It's not public access. World. It's public broadcast. There's a difference. <laughs> This was funded by viewers like you, David. I love the fact that David like gets me. it wrong every time, and you have you have corrected him every time. You and keep saying that it's twelve episodes, and it was thirteen. It's thirteen episodes. I'm it's sorry. Thirteen episodes. It's Thir- just twelve no. publicly accessed episodes. Oh, I, shut it off! I don't want to do this anymore. Produced but, by Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> but the last episode, the way that they finally get the wipers to leave Earth, which, by the way, in the twelfth episode, like the head wiper says. We gotta get the users uh, off Earth, and then I'll rule the whole planet. Yep. Which is yep. how we find out. Wait a minute. There's only been like a dozen wipers <laughs> on Earth this whole time, localized in a field in Mississippi, <laughs> where they've just been hitting train tracks with a stick, and the entire planet was like, "We gotta go now." <laughs> like we have nuclear bombs. We, we could have fixed this. Like uh, we could fix. They this wipe problem. their access to it. Yeah, I guess. But it is true. I mean, they're on like. Windows 95 system. So, yeah. actually, if anything's still susceptible to wipers, hey, how you it might be, on be the Windows nuclear 95 codes. and 85. Yeah, you couldn't. You, you couldn't. Could, future Dave. tech. Well, the f- show was okay. 2123. Yeah, it was 2123. Uh, yeah, yeah there we, we had no indication that they had computers or anything in this universe. But anyway, so the last episode, the way I that meant the, nuke uh, things are still on that. Yeah, nuke things aren't not aren't on the Windows 95. They're on their own thing. They're on their own special thing. You gotta have like keys and stuff, dude. You can use a key to access Windows ninety five if you really want. I feel I feel like the nukes aren't on Windows ninety five. Okay, I'm asking President Joe Biden <laughs> to call into the show and let us know. <laughs> huge, huge, huge tomes and talisman fan. Noted tomes and talisman. He hates tomes and talismans. Loves bottle episodes. Uh. <laughs> Joe Biden, that's why he tuned in. He yeah. is how much he hates Tomes and Talisman. Hey, watch ri- this show. They're going to rip yeah. it a new one. Uh, hey, if you hate Tomes and Talisman, I, I want you to turn this episode off. Anyway, this late in, in the game? In, yeah. in the last... Ryan Reynolds, if you could hit yeah. up our good friend Joe Biden. <laughs> in the last episode, what happens is the the librarian and the kids use an overhead projector to project an image of the dad on a horse onto a cloud. It's a laser. It's a la- yeah. It's a, it's a hologram, and it's a oh, laser. Oh god, I forgot the episode where they all pronounce hologram wrong <laughs> for a whole episode. What? 
They spent a whole episode pronouncing hologram wrong. They just keep going hologram for well, a whole episode. Now, you know what? Hologram. Work for Back to the Future is all I'm saying. To what be fair, they, in 1985, they may have only known that's how you could pronounce it. Hologram? Hologram. No, no, Star Trek was on television. But speaking of Star Trek, there's a prop in the show that's clearly Star Trek uh, merch that they pasted a fake jewel onto. Yeah, just for like one. Yeah. yeah. They added a fake vape to their prop. Yeah. So uh, they... Um, just for anyone listening, David is actively falling asleep. <laughs> we were recording this at about 2 a.m. I wonder if David this... didn't like Tomes and Talisons. He doesn't want to be recording this right now. Brandon and I have... We're almost at... done. We got... We got 15 minutes We left. have him at gunpoint to discuss <laughs> TNT. He doesn't want to do this. Dave doesn't know it yet. It's actually a two-part episode. <laughs> That's right, because guess what? Right after this recorded voyage of the Mimi, we're, we're watching, watching all it of it. We're watching all, all of voyage of the Mimi. And then we're going to watch Ghost Rider, which I'm really excited to get into, because I refused to watch Ghost Rider until I uh, recorded this episode. That was like my, my thing. What's Ghost Rider? Ghost Writer. Yeah, is uh, it's That's a right, it's a writer like a bunch of kids meet this guy and like maybe he's a ghost and he's like writing stuff and they solve mysteries. No relation to the Roman Polanski film of the uh, same No, name. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope not. I'm gonna hope because I said kids and I don't want that that dude around kids. Dude, the movie just had like. Well, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to sleep, guys. <laughs> it's fine. We're we'll just talk about Tom's and Talismans on our own. This you is know, a three hour episode. You're you just, can't stop you're us. You're just here because <laughs> you know tradition more than anything. <laughs> So they take a. Uh, we were supposed to record this episode two days from now, and I was like, "I'll have time to rewatch a couple of these to get back in the tone and tell." Get back in the tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just... I like the thing about it is, yeah, it's a thing. I feel like I had seen a bunch in terms of this edutainment stuff. No, but it's so much more insane than every other bit of edutainment. It's like the story that they've concocted is. Why would you ever try to teach Dewey Decimal System this? No, time? it is it is weird that they did need like eighteen minutes of setup yeah. for the idea of the uh, that you can follow uh, the number system from Dewey Decimal. I, I know less about the Dewey Decimal <laughs> System after I watched this, dude. In comparison, Wishbone is a bitch. I don't know how else to explain this, but Wishbone is easy shit in comparison to yeah. Toes and Talisman. Because Wishbone, Toes and Talismans, yeah, Toes and Talismans. <laughs> Um, Tomes when Tarantino presents Toes, Toes and Talismans. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch him do a remake of this show. I, yeah, it's, I, it's a bunch of toes with necklaces. I, I fear that they're going to do a remake of this show. I hope they never do. Why would they ever remake <laughs> Toes? Who, uh, we are the only people watching it. These have, they're all on YouTube, and I think the episodes have about 500 views. No, like, the first one has, like, like 11,000. No, the first one has a lot of views, but then people go, oh. Oh, I saw it. And then they move on with their lives. I, on the other hand, went, whoa, this is my life now. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you said you were going to print a Tomes and Talismans t-shirt. Yeah, pretty you would be. Where can people buy this online, (laughs) Brandon? I think you could actually probably buy it. If you listen to this, if you come to me and you say you listen to this podcast, I'll give it to you for 15 bucks like i'll make it for you specifically i gotta be honest when you were setting that up i thought it was gonna be a better deal than 15 bucks that's not no, a bad no, no. deal that's for a pretty t-shirt. good deal that's a pretty good deal that's a for a solid right. t-shirt deal well, for for a custom t-shirt a t-shirt for moment. you you're getting it for free because we have tomes and talisman yeah. talk like you're part of the podcast tomes and it's talisman weird talk. i'm gonna have to pay 15 dollars. it's actually yeah. you have to pay 20 because you're being a jerk yeah because you're not a real fan of tnt <laughs> you're just you're just a you're just a fucking bandwagon oh wait you know what i forgot that i what? love about tomes and talismans in the intro when uh, there's a book that says Tomes and Talismans, and then they open the front page to another page that says Tomes and Talismans. Uh, also, it's a double intro for the for the show. Do you know what I love about the Tomes and Talisman book? It's a fucking five-ring binder. Yeah. That's the funniest thing. It's the book that's going to save the world, and it's this ancient Tomes and Talisman book, and it's a five-ring binder. No rust has affected it's this five-ring binder. It's incredible bi- to me. <laughs> and it has a bibliography, because at the end, they're like, and bibliographies are important too, everybody. They didn't really important. scream, cite your sources at the uh, end of that. Oh, yeah. my God. Like Some of the episodes you miss in it, there's a whole episode devoted to title pages. Yep. 
mm-hmm. an entire yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. That's, one, that's another a whole episode. Twenty minutes of your life devoted to title pages. Ten minutes. Calm down. There's most of an episode devoted to uh, just finding the book of notable quotes and then looking through that book. Yep. To there's, determine what notable quotes are from. There's a solid episode. Probably one of my favorite episodes is the one about maps because it kind of keeps like it doesn't just. Like, the, there's a song in it. <laughs> there's what? a there's a map song in that episode. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, there's a map song just out of nowhere. <laughs> no character sings it. It's just suddenly we're panning over shots of maps, and then there's a catchy little ditty about why maps are cool. Yeah. Map song, this is the map song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just for me, like can that. you edit in somewhere the fucking th- sick ass theme? That, the that, theme oh, that'll be, that'll the be at the beginning. Yeah, yeah that theme. The that theme, Wendy Calls in Core. And right now, fucking <laughs> rules. Like, I want that. I want that music. I don't know if there is enough to put on vinyl because I feel like they use that sick ass theme and then the same like every episode. It's just that and a bunch of dead space. It's just it's a seven inch on vinyl. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if you can get past the forty five for that. <laughs> but package it with the t shirt. Oh, ooh, gosh darn it! I've already spent money on that. Okay, guys. How would we improve this show? Okay, we're not done yet, Dave. Um, <laughs> Dave, David is done. Dave, we have Let to, the man we have sleep. To, we have to we finish. Have ten minutes st- left. If we have to finish the story, at least people want to know how it ends. Okay, the final being. Oh, the, yeah. So the they project the image on the cloud, which is the wipers immediately. All twelve the, of them be like, "Oh no!" And then they is, they leave the planet in a row. And uh, at night, they're all carrying torches, and that's, that shot cuts just before a child slips and lights herself on fire. And then that's it. Also, there was a recurring storyline throughout of Miss Bookhart and the dad of the kids flirting that never goes anywhere. Also, there's one of my favorite line reads, um, and it's it's in the final episode. You just have to watch the final episode. And it's just an extra, and he goes, the siege is over. 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 And I don't know if I even nailed it because each time he does it, it's identical. And it's one of, like, I re listened to it like five times to make sure I got it right. This is where we or, ended the clip. The siege is over. The siege is over. The siege is over. The siege is over. So tired. I love it. Poor guy. Yeah. Okay. What will we do to improve the show? Uh, Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to give them a higher budget. I mean, maybe, but like, I also feel like then they would like. I would want to make the the aliens look different. That is one yeah. of the my biggest issues okay. with this perfect show. I have one. Yeah. Uh, watch your watch with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just let everyone know, Brandon has pulled out a knife. <laughs> uh, add Muppets. Okay. One puppet. One puppet. No. One puppet. One puppet. And I don't want a Muppet. I want something wet. Several Muppets. I want what? Se- what? Yeah, I want a wet like, puppet. You want, you want Kermit in this? No, 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 no. I want like it to be like a dark crystal type thing. Where That's you not Muppets. Yes. Muppets. Those, Those aren't Muppets. Those, Those are aren't Muppets. Those are legitimately Muppets. That doesn't make them Muppets. You have to be on the Muppet show to be a Muppet. That's no, the Astro of Sesame Street are Muppets. Yeah. Well, they've been on the Muppet show. They were in the Muppet movie. No, Muppets are a type of puppet. Muppets are a style. Okay, puppet. we'll talk about this later. I've been to the Jim Henson exhibit at the Museum of Modern Image, and they've got dark crystals. I've been to Poetry there. Slam. I've All been right. to Puppetry Slam. All right, Puppetry Slam. <laughs> you know, just uh, you, my. You want to do a puppetry I, off right now? My, it's I'm gonna, crazy. I'm going to improve with more Muppets as well. What? I'm 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 seconding his improvement suggestion. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> more Muppets, just to make you mad now. It doesn't. The it Muppets, fr- dark the Muppets from the Dark Crystal should be in this. <laughs> And you know what? It should be all Muppets from the Dark Crystal. That's the whole cast <laughs> They're not for Muppets. my version of improvement. They are, they, okay, that's a good That's a good version. <laughs> they are not Muppets. And also, we all did the same kind of improvement, which is just any effects. No, just no, any effects so to would be, be honest, honest, well, I, what, what I would want to improve it, more songs. Because mm. I remember <laughs> when, when the map no, song came up, I was a bit jolted. I was like, <laughs> there should be one of these in episode. Yeah. Well, one, like, there should be like a Bruce Springsteen style song <laughs> about, about locating old newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the title pages. Yeah. You gotta have them. Cite your sources. <laughs> oh, 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 bibliography. <laughs> Bibliographies. <laughs> uh, I. 
don't like this show. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought you wouldn't. I didn't think you would hate it like this. I thought you would be a little amused. I no, think it's. Like, I think it's, Dave it's, likes it's, it. It's just. It is uh, almost two a.m. No, no, no. That's not even. It's 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 the edutainment. But you're not wrong. More songs. If there was a song every episode, I'm I'm. 30% more in Dude, immediately. If there was one rap song, Dave would actually be in that rap oh, song. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. no. The, well, the 80s Electric Factory-ass rap they would do. Yeah, they the would be. Yeah. It would be a tiny version of you throwing hands. Yeah, no, I would. it would have been like Kids Patrol. Kids, yeah. Kids Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> you know who should have been patrolling what kids were up to? There should have been a safety monitor on tomes and talismans <laughs> to ensure, one, that they didn't have to wear dirty, stinky, sweaty costumes, and two, that they didn't light themselves on fire. <laughs> can you can you please send me that those interviews? Just on Mississippi Public Broadcasting oh, yeah, site on the Tomes really. and Talismans page. Because I, I, I did a lot of deep dive problems. I missed that one. It Maybe it's just because I've watched a lot of Succession now at this point. I've watched all of it, which is a lot of it. In many uh, ways, Tom's and Talismans is the 80s succession. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what I'm saying is like uh, in succession with all the cruises and all the problems there, it'd be weird if the same news network was just publishing things that were like, oh, yeah, we totally fucked up those cruises. And the Mississippi Public Broadcasting was like, yeah, you remember that girl that was in that show? <laughs> she lit herself on fire on her watch. <laughs> she thought it was funny in modern times. <laughs> she was like, oh, I got a fun story. And then she told that story. Hey, anyone who is on Tomes and Talisman, there is a, there's a real chance you're listening to this. Uh, Do you, you think they Google Tomes and Talismans? Every, every, like, it might be like six there's months one of now. them that has a Google alert about this, <laughs> of course. And, like, y'all rule. I love your TV show so Give them your phone number ja right now. Give them your phone number so they can text you. <laughs> I'll give them my social security number. No, no, number. just tell me your phone number. No one listens to this. <laughs> Why Say your it? phone number. Why is it? I have your phone number. I'll read it Why right is, now. <laughs> Why does this happen every podcast I'm on? Give it's weird. <laughs> this is the second time you told everyone to give me my give, give everyone out my your phone, phone number. Does so he do this to all you? the guests? No, actually. Why is it just me? Say it's weird. I actually dox people in the intro normally. <laughs> <laughs> say your phone number so they can text you. So the cast of Tony's Talisman. Right, right, Please uh, stop trying to tempt me because I will if you say too much. And I best, want you to give them your phone number best, right now. And then here's the thing about bottle episodes. You can watch this show, but also we would love to suggest better shows for you to watch. So, Daniel Crow, what is a show you would recommend? Uh, if you're enjoying Tomes and Talismans for its kitsch value, you might enjoy something like Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Mm. Ooh, good that's pick. a great one. Which is a very good parody of cheesy 80s stuff. It, a picture from Dark Place has been my phone background since about 2008. I love Dark Place. Go watch it. That So it was just that in high school, and then it didn't change. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That checks out. No, Dark, I, Dark I, I, I've seen it. Yeah, right. it's a great TV show. We've been show. friends for a long time. It's yeah. also a great TV show. It's a really great TV show. Yeah. All right, Tones and Talismans, what would you recommend? Um, I would recommend Tones and Talismans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then um, you gave like four recommendations. Yeah, I secondly. gave four rec- But I honestly think if you like Tones and Talismans, I think Twin Peaks is probably. Like if you watch <laughs> Number and, six on Brandon's top yeah, five shows. If, but if you, like, if you haven't. <laughs> Two spots below Tones and Talismans. <laughs> if you haven't seen. If you. If you after you watch all of Tomes you, and Talismans, if you have it'll somehow take you six hours. seen Tomes and Talismans but have not seen Twin Peaks, you should see Twin Peaks. Do the first season and then like half of the second season, and then just, that's the thing about Twin Peaks is that back half of that second season sucks. Uh, and then they just, should replace it with Tomes and Talismans. Just yeah, dude. Just do the first season of to- uh, first season of Twin Peaks. Then do the second season of Tone Pe- Twin Peaks, and the second they start talking about the fucking Civil War, immediately watch Tomes and Talisman all the way through, and then just watch the third, then watch the final episode of Twin Peaks, uh, the first series, and then watch uh, Tomes and Talisman again, and then watch season three you of Twin Peaks. And, yeah, uh, wait, and then you watch Tomes and Talisman again. All right, now this is the part of the show where, where David recommends Survivor's Remorse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I did almost recommend Survivor's Remorse. You've already recommended it like twice, man. I like the idea of just keep doing it, but that was not going to be the show I was going to recommend. What show do you want to recommend for 
People that want, are interested in domes and talismans. Uh, domes if and you want to watch a really good show about post-apocalyptic AI uh, problems, watch Mrs. Davis. Oh, I'm almost done that show. I like that show. Yeah, it's really good. Betty Gilpin is putting in all the work. Or if you want a show that's as nonsense as this one that's post-apocalyptic, uh, Into the Badlands or Enter the Badlands. I don't remember which one it's called. It's uh, it's like a uh, what's uh, the tiger, flying tiger, the life hidden, of pi. No, uh, hidden dragon, flying tiger, crouching tiger, crouching dragon. dragon. <laughs> I'm so tired. Look, I just I know you're tired, and I know the episode's supposed to be done, but I just had a re- revelation. Yeah, go ahead. Is tomes and talismans like? Black Mirror of Technology didn't exist. <laughs> Is it just like... Oh, no, there'll library? be 12 angry guys in Mississippi <laughs> yeah. kicking all technology to death. Dude. <laughs> Which they could do because the internet is still pretty infantile. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the first three seasons of Black Mirror, but not anything past that because it's just it gets real bad. You can watch the new one. Is it good? It's yeah, fine. A couple of them are. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, it got real yeah, bad no, for a second. The, uh, Black Mirror... It's generally fine. You can definitely tell where a guy went through a slump of being like, I still have to make this show. I thought I was never going to, I thought it was edgy. And co- there's that level that people hit where they hit that point where they're like, oh, this thing that was like a thing about that I based my life around, I still have to do that more until it drains all the life out of me. Yeah. And then a lot of times what will happen if it's still generally good or they're talented, it'll drop and then it'll pick back up because they get. Do you know what, you show? Know what show never dropped though? Over the Garden Wall. I was going to say Tums and Talismans. 